Hi everyone, welcome to the ninth episode of Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. I am your host, Dr. Saran Nataki. Thank you for joining. Welcome to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. This podcast will address issues ranging from what is a phenomenal woman? Are you enough? Community service, paying it forward, the manifestation of dreams with words and action, the power in being a woman, the men who support phenomenal women, fashion, and much more. Stay tuned. Hello, welcome back to Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I'm so glad to have you join me today. Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking to you about having a balanced life, work-life balance, and what to do if you have lost yourself and you just really find yourself not really um, having a balanced life and there is just absolutely no time for you. So if you have listened to um, any of the previous podcasts, I have touched upon uh, my own story in terms of um, having had um, a lack of balance in my life with respect to work. And um, so today I'm just going to give you a little bit more uh, detail about that and also share with you what I did uh, that worked for me in regaining uh, life balance for myself. So first of all, um, it is summer. So I think that this is the perfect time to plan um, and to think about, you know, how you're going to balance your life. Summer is a time, I know we have the um, New Year's resolutions that we put together at the beginning of each year, uh, but I think summer is a time of true regeneration, uh, really um, recharging your battery, uh, taking the time that most people take uh, vacation, time off, Um, to really uh, reconnect with their families and themselves. So I think this is the perfect time to have this conversation. So uh, first of all, just uh, a brief overview of my own story. So I um, am, (laughs) um, I have a really strong work ethic, I I can say. Um, I have, um, you know, held two, three, four jobs at a time, even more embarrassingly, um, at um, any given time. Just to, and, and not because, um, I don't, I can't say it's because um, there was this dire um, need to have to work so much. Um, and that's a, another podcast that I will address why I was working so much, um, really in terms of my personality and, and what it was doing for me um, in terms of distracting me from certain things that I just really didn't want to deal with. But but anyhow, I was doing it. I, w- I was working, um, you know, at an extreme level, I think. And one day I woke up and I realized that I just really did not have any time for myself, zero time. I'm a mom, um, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, uh, you know, and I um, have had to provide and care for um, my parents at different points in time and even currently um, with respect to my mother. And I have... Um, been raising children for a very long time, decades. <laughs> and so um, I have a, a very large family and they're, um, they range in age from, you know, 26 to um, my youngest baby is seven. And so that gives you an idea of, you know, um, how long I've been parenting. And at the same time, I've also pursued uh, a career in an education. Um, and so, you know, with all of that, it takes time to really be able to invest in every facet of your life. And so um, anyhow, at one point, 
I realized I I just really did not have any time for myself. And I also realized that, quite frankly, I was making an exchange of my time. So um, the more time you spend, you know, or I, I should, I'll speak for myself, the more time I would spend working, the less time I'm spending at home. The more time I spend at home, the less time I'm spending working. Uh, the more time I'm spending, you get the idea. You can't be in two, three places at once. And so um, I began to be uncomfortable with that exchange. And, and I'm not, I'm certainly not judging anyone else who is comfortable because everyone is different and their needs are different. And what really fortifies each woman is, is so different and varies from, from woman to woman. However, for me, I was really uncomfortable with the exchange that I was making in terms of um, not only um, how much time I was spending working, but and 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 just really um, maximizing the time I had with my family. I always put my family first, but because I maximize time for my family and because I have such a work hard, a, a strong work ethic, I had no time for myself. And once someone asked me, I think it was my husband, you know, you know, what, 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 you know, you should get a hobby. What kind of, what do you want to do? I couldn't even answer the question. I had no clue what I would want to do. Like what, what, what I was like, Hmm, me, what, what I like to do. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just really did not have it that it was not, there was no space for me to even develop um, a thought on what I would want to do if I had, you know, the time to do it. And so anyhow, um, I hit a wall one day, uh, with that type of, you know, work, um, life arrangement. I just could not go any further. I also had some other things, um, happening. I, you know, I, I ended up, um, with this rash that, you know, no one could really explain. And then, you know, I, I went, um, into, you know, see my physician and, you know, I was just talking to her and it was kind of like one of those things where someone asks you, you know, how's your day? And I just spilled like, oh my gosh, you know, this, this, you know, <laughs> just kind of went on. And she says, okay, I think what, you know, the issue is here is um, you're under a lot of stress. You know, you need to put together a plan on how you're going to relieve stress for yourself. You need to take time for yourself. Um, and, you know, this, this will, you know, resolve itself. And so I did um, put together a plan. So the first thing that I did uh, was extract myself from that current arrangement. And for me, it was more of an immediate e extraction that was necessary because not only did I have the rash, I also, my blood pressure was elevated. At the same time, I had a lump in my breast and it was, there were all these things happening at once that were, that were really telling me, you know, Saran, it's, it is time. Time is now for you to make a change. It cannot go any longer, you know, with this arrangement. And so what I had to do was address those those health issues and not just put a Band-Aid on them, but I really did have to relieve um, the stress factor in my life. And, and primarily um, that was between, um, you know, being a mom and um, being a daughter and my work schedule and, I mean, and being a wife, you know, that requires, you know, I had to feed my marriage and, and keep everything, um, good between myself and my husband and, and spend time with him. 
And so what was not negotiable was, you know, my parenting. I could not put that on the back burner. I could not put my mother on the back burner. I hadn't, which her needs were her needs. And I really had to be there to provide um, what she needed. Um, and I um, could not put my marriage on the back burner, but I also had to fit myself in. So you understand the, the dilemma I was in. So the one thing that I, that I could extract myself for luck from luckily, um, you know, was, uh, the, the volume of work that I had. And so I immediately, um, rerouted projects and, um, and at the time I was working as an independent consultant. So, um, I did have that flexibility. I do certainly understand, um, uh, if you're not in that position where you have the flexibility to make an immediate, um, shift, but even if you don't, have um, that type of work arrangement or flexibility with your work, uh, it might be time to just take leave. Sometimes you just have to make an immediate hard stop. And anyway, that's what I had to do. So I made that immediate hard stop. And then what I did was I um, held myself accountable to making time for myself and not taking on anything else. Because by that time, I did realize that I was kind of um, distracting myself, um, a bit. And so, um, I told my husband, I said, look, um, for six months, I am only going to do this one thing in terms of work. I'm only going to do this one thing and this one project, and that is it. And I am going to just, you know, sit in that. And after a six month period of time, I will revisit. And, um, and he, you know, agreed to keep me accountable to that. And there were times during that six month period where I was anxious, especially at the beginning. At the very beginning, I didn't know how to sit still. It was so uncomfortable. I was sitting there and I just started feeling so, um, I don't know how to describe it. I, I just felt, um, like out of place, like I needed to be doing something like I'm wasting time. And, and I wasn't wasting time. I was taking care of myself. I started taking um, a yoga class and um, I, I, you know, amped it up to at least, um, you know, I went, I was going three times a week and it was very helpful in terms of um, forcing me to have time with myself, forcing me also um, to have self-care and um, in, in, in many ways, it was also an opportunity to um, fit in additional meditation and just really clear my mind. I just, it was, it did, it was, it served an amazing purpose for me, you know, because, um, and, and it helped to um, contribute to lowering my blood pressure um, from what it was uh, at that, at that particular time. And, um, and, and resolve some other, uh, well, I don't know if it was solely responsible for resolving, um, the other physical, um, ailments that I was, um, speaking about, but those things also resolved, um, the lump actually resolved itself as well, thankfully. Um, anyhow, but what, you know, I don't, who knows what that would have been had I not made that change or that shift in my life. So, um, I had to listen to my body. So anyhow, I I started to do that. Um, and what I discovered is that I actually did have personal interests that began to surface. 
um, I began to get to know myself. I, you know, I wasn't just moving all the time, you know, moving from A to B to C to, you know, drop the kids off, pick the kids up, um, sit down and do the, you know, computer. Okay, go check on my mom. Okay, well, go, you know, I, I was, it wasn't a constant movement. I really had time to actually think about what I wanted to do and really get in touch with myself and remember who I was. I began to be funny again and, and tell jokes and, um, I wasn't robotic, you know, I actually had a personality and um, I was enjoying myself and I was, you know, in the kitchen. I always cooked dinner, even when I was really, really super busy. But I was actually, you know, it wasn't mechanical. It was, um, you know, I was enjoying it again and um, creating again and and just really, um, you know, being in touch with myself. So that period of time really was helpful. And then um, after that time was up, I was able to take on additional, based upon my agreement with myself, I was able to consider taking on other things. But what changed it wasn't just taking on work it was taking on my passions I decided that I would not take on anything that I really didn't enjoy or um, it didn't fit in with the lifestyle that I needed to have the relationship that I needed to have with work to be able to uh, wear the different hats um, in my life, um, in terms of my responsibilities and obligations to my family and to myself. So that was different as well. I realized I had an obligation to myself and I was unwilling to give that up. I, I had to, whatever I took on had to fit in with my obligation to myself, uh, amongst all of those other things. Um, so what I would say with that is that, um, if you're in that position where you are constantly moving and you have not been able to figure out how to find time with yourself and um, you're just really frustrated. And I think um, any career mom can relate, <laughs> can relate to this feeling. Um, it, it becomes um, very, um, you almost begin to feel a bit hopeless, like, you know, this is it until um, whenever, until, you know, I, I don't know when it would end. But anyhow, what I would say is the first thing to do is find time to think. If you, you know, whether it be like I did, making that hard stop where you have just have to take time off, or if it's just making sure that you commit to, it could be an hour, it could be two hours, and that seems so minimal and short, but to a person with very little time, having an hour or two hours a week is like, a gift. <laughs> so even if it's, um, you know, just finding, start with, you know, bite-sized uh, increments of time, just to allow yourself time to think, allow yourself time to think, you know, and, and meditate, you know, that, you know, meditate and really connect with yourself, get to know who you are again. Then um, I would say after you have um, had some time to think and really um, evaluate you know, what you want and what lifestyle really would um, be more realistic for you. Put together a plan for change, you know, put together a plan. So um, whether it be, um, you know, maybe 
you know, that plan would include a career shift. Uh, maybe that plan would include, um, you know, working half part time if that's an option or 75% of the time or 80% of the time. You might find that um, even um, if, you know, your um, job is really, really contributing heavily to, you know, your um, household overhead, the income that's coming in, you really rely upon your income, then you might find that um, even working 80%, you know, four days instead of five days a week may not cause such a huge shift in um, what you're taking home. So just, you know, explore those options as well. Make, and then the other thing, the next thing to do is to prioritize yourself. You have to have self-care. Find something that will allow you to care for yourself. It could be as simple as taking a walk initially. If you don't, like if you were like me and you just have no clue what you really like, just find time to walk. Find time to walk, um, sign up for a yoga class, um, you know, uh, make a trip to the gym, you know, and if you're not someone who just, you know, enjoys, I personally enjoy going to the gym and and using the weights and whatnot. But if that's not something that you enjoy, um, then uh, you can sign, go take an aerobics class at the gym, go sign up for um, uh, salsa lessons or, you know, something that will make, fortify you, take, make sure you're taking time for yourself. Um, the next thing I would say is to schedule time for yourself that no one can touch. That means that, um, it has to be something that you do and only for you. It could be, um, a nail appointment once a week. It could be, um, um, anything. It could be something that you make up and you just when your kids say, you know, can I come with you? <laughs> you just say, no, you know, not this time. You, you, you know, you really have to schedule time for yourself that no one can touch just for you, just for you. Um, sometimes for me, um, you know, depending on, um, which evening it is and, um, schedules and whatnot, it's just indulging in a luxurious bath. And I put my, um, sometimes I have my iPad going and I might, you know, catch one of my favorite shows while I'm, you know, taking my bath or, um, or um, I'm listening to an audiobook and I'm just relaxing and I'm putting my head back and just really just enjoying the moment. Or I just have silence and I'm just burning candles and it's just time that no one can touch. And then finally, um, I would say take the vacation. Um, for me, I live for the vacation vacation for me is so extremely important. You know, I described to you, you know, um, high level, you know, some of the hats that I wear. And so for me, um, I look forward to the time where I can just unplug and I have, you know, it's not always, um, you know, this luxurious vacation, um, that I'm taking. It could be a staycation where, um, you know, I'm renting a room, at a resort on the other side of town, on the other side of, you know, wherever. And I'm just there for a few days disconnecting and just really um, taking time away from the hustle and bustle of life and and certain responsibilities. Um, And it could also be for some families, 
I, I'm personally not a camper. I have, you know, thought about what it'd be like <laughs> to go camping. <laughs> I'm just personally not the camping type, I don't think. Um, I think I could do like the glamping, but that's just me being my spoiled self. Um, but some families really do um, enjoy camping. You know, they have it down. They understand. They're not afraid of, you know, the bears and the, you know, all that stuff that I'm afraid of and, and whatnot. Funny story. So, um, uh, my daughter, um, her, her friend's family, um, invited us to go camping with them one, um, one summer. Like, oh, well, you know, we should, you know, get together and go camping. We go all the time. And I was like, wow, that would be great because, you know, I've been wanting to, you know, go camping and, um, and, you know, and, and I just want to also preface this. My husband served uh, 22 years in the military, so he does have those, you know, those skills, but I'm not really interested in, you know, that kind of, I don't know. My idea of camping is a little different <laughs> than um, even like what he might bring in terms of, you know, roughing it uh, on that level. Um, but anyhow, so uh, this family, so there's, you know, we should get together and go camping. I'm like, oh, that would be that would be awesome. That would be amazing. And um, and so <laughs> they go on to describe, you know, how it would be. And they're just and they're a great couple. You know, we really like them. But um, and she's like, yeah, my my husband brings his machete and his rifle and um, we go out there and I'm like a machete and a rifle. What What is that for? Well, you know, in case there's a bear and I'm just imagining us in this tent while this bear shows up and he goes out and slays the bear with his machete and he comes back and it just was a little bit too much for me. <laughs> So I am definitely um, not necessarily the camper, but anyhow, some some families really enjoy it. Uh, that's just a little side humor, but um, true story. But um, you know, camping might be an option. Um, it could be uh, you know getting a little beach cottage and staying there for a few days, or it could be taking that luxurious trip. Whatever it might be, it could even be a staycation. Um, now the staycation, um, at home, there's a staycation where you, you know, actually rent, you know, you go and, um, stay at a hotel or resort, um, that's not too far from home and, you know, but you're still kind of taking time away and it feels just like you're somewhere. So there's that, but there's also the staycation that you can take at home where you're just, you're not leaving home, but you plan various activities and you act like you're just, just like you're on vacation every day. You have a plan, you know, um, maybe Monday is beach day. Maybe Tuesday you go, um, bowling and, um, go see a movie. Maybe, uh, Wednesday you go to the amusement park, etc. And so, um, the key to the staycation at home is that you have to, you still have to feel like you're on vacation. You have to, you know, commit to unplugging. That means that you're not coming home and, you know, frantically doing dishes and laundry and such. You're not, you know, tending to the house that week. Your focus is on unplugging, relaxing, taking time. It means that, you know, not to say that you can't cook, but you're going to do things that are going to be easy on you. You're going to prepare meals that are quick and easy, just like if you're on vacation, you're going to be eating out, you're going to be having a good time, just exploring the city in which you live. But 
from a different perspective because how many times has it been like where there's something that's in your city and you just haven't ever been but it's it's there it's down the street you don't even go that often because you kind of take it for granted that it's there but people are traveling all over the world to come and do it you know (laughs) so take it that's the time to take advantage of those things and it's summertime you know get out unplug take the vacation so that's Phenomenal Woman Wednesday for today. Um, I really encourage you to, you know, review those tips, apply them to your life. It is life changing. It really has changed. My life has really, really changed for the better um, once making that shift and really getting to know myself. And I'm here. I'm here on this podcast. This was one of the passions that I had. So um, if I hadn't taken that time, I wouldn't be talking to you today. With that, Have a wonderful Wednesday. Have a phenomenal Wednesday to all the phenomenal men and women out there. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I believe that every woman gifts the universe with her own strengths and unique characteristics. Simply because she is born, the universe benefits. Every woman is growing, learning, and evolving. On this channel, only positive seeds are sown no matter how flawed the soil. Take care and have a phenomenal Wednesday.